Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello, and welcome back to Let Love Podcast with the, the Sisters, Sisters of, of Life. life. <laughs> That was not planned. That was funny. Is this is Sister on you stay. <laughs> this is Sister Marie Very Toss. We're getting pretty good, sister. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. How have you been, sister? You know, I've been pretty good. I uh, just got back. Uh, some sisters and I were in California recently. Okay. Last couple of days. And Get we did a little a sun. Parish mission. Got a little, little sun. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun. One of the things we did, we visited a school and... It was awesome because it was superhero day. Okay, that's amazing. At the school. And we felt right in because we wear capes, you know, <laughs> part of our habit, <laughs> which is fabulous. Aww. But one of the best things I saw, which I just want to recommend to everyone, is uh, somebody walking with knee-high Superman socks. Okay. But the socks had capes. <laughs> what? So when they walked, the capes flew behind them. Anyway, just this little joy. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. What grade were these? Uh... Like elementary. Oh, yeah, even was, better. It's really cute. I guess some middle school, but oh my goodness. Yeah, that was kind of that's kind of a joy lately. But how about you? You anything huh. happening? See any good movies lately? Oh my goodness. Well, it's funny that you asked me that, um, <laughs> uh, and that you speak about superheroes because um, I was recently um, also had to do some traveling and um, was on a plane for a very long time, and so um, yes. Um, thought I would tap into what the rest of the world is tapping into, this whole superhero theme. And I actually watched um, Avengers Endgame. Wow. Yes. It's like all of the superheroes together. (laughs) And I have to tell you, sister, I absolutely loved it. (laughs) I I totally caught the superhero fever. And I was actually amazed, truly, truly, like, you know, the Hulk, his compassionate heart. Um, the sacrificial love, um, Captain America's virtue. I mean, they, I mean, truly. Um, and then their unity. They're striving for something, for the more together, um, and that they all actually worked together to to fight this this end battle. Um, and it was beautiful. The creativity of the good. It, again, I was. There's beautiful themes. Sacrificial love. I have to. I will admit. <laughs> I, I I actually. I definitely cried <laughs> when, when Iron Man, man, he died in sacrificial love. Um, yeah, it Whoa. was it was powerful. It was powerful. It was powerful. Yeah, the superheroes. Um, yeah, they 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 inspired me to be honest. Um, and again, um, ultimate superhero, Jesus Christ, you know. Um, but I, I, there's something to it. It stirred something within me, and I think, um, yeah, I think we're all called to greatness. And I think we all know that inside of our hearts. We all know that we're called to a great love, uh, to do something um, greater than ourselves and yeah. to join together in that effort and in that, that battle. So I'm, I'm into it, um, <laughs> super into it. I'm trying not to invent my own uh, superheroes on the side here. <laughs> but um, anyway, having fun and did enjoy it. Uh, yeah. That sounds fabulous. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a gift. but And actually, that's kind of why I'm excited. I think there's there's relevancy here to what we have um, kind of on the docket today to talk about, which is to let love define us. 
yeah define you yeah define let, me let love define you wow well maybe we could we could just jump in with a prayer sounds awesome yeah I would, do you want to start i would love to sister <laughs> in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen jesus uh, we thank you for your love uh, we thank you um for your redemptive gift of love and we ask that you draw us into your sacred heart into the fullness of its mercies of its peace of its grace of uh, its love for us its personal love for us we ask for every grace of openness and receptivity um, for great docility to receiving uh, the gift of love that you've won for us on the cross we ask for the grace to be vulnerable uh, to your merciful love and to welcome it deep within our hearts and those places that need it most, need it most to uh, define, redefine, restore, and bring life uh, to our lives. We ask in a special way that you send your Holy Spirit to anoint this time, and we ask Blessed Mother uh, that you join us too with your prayers as we say Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So let love define you. Sister, I don't know, where do we start? This is, it seems big to me. It seems kind of <laughs> epic. You know, it's, I think it's, I mean, it's such a great topic. Let love define you. And what actually came to mind first is the story, well, one story of St. Francis of Assisi. Wow. And uh, there was a man who came to see him mm. um, because he had heard about how wonderful St. Francis was. And he really wanted to catch St. Francis in prayer. Mm. You know, so one night um, after St. Francis thought everyone had gone to bed, mm. uh, you know, he, he, fell to his knees uh, and he began to pray but this man was secretly spying on him secretly oh, watching gosh. him as he prayed you know mercy but he was so moved and struck because all night saint francis prayed one single prayer who are you most sweet god and who am i mm. who are you most sweet god and who am i and I feel like that captures actually something really deep in the human heart. Wow. I think this is the cry of the human heart. Who are you, most sweet God? And who am I? Well, I think there's a lot of ways to approach that question. Um, but, I mean, I think just speaking as a daughter of God the Father, right? Um, someone who likes the catechism. <laughs> JP2 did a, put out a great uh, addition there. Um, you can tap into the mystery of the Blessed Trinity, and that's where you'll kind of quickly find yourself, I imagine, right? This communion of three persons, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, um, the Father pouring himself out, all of his love into the Son, the Son receiving this outrageous gift of love, um, and forth from this exchange of love, this total re reciprocal um, giving comes new life comes the Holy Spirit, right? It's always baffled me. The Trinity, uh, it's amazing, actually. It speaks to an incredible communion 
three distinct persons and yet one mm-hmm. united a communion mm-hmm. um and to think we've been made in the image of this um this communion wow. this gift of love wow i mean that's spectacular kind of outrageous it's outrageous actually just the idea that that the lord god is a communion of love a communion of persons mm. three persons one god Hmm. And we've been made by this communion of love for this communion of love. It's all about love. Love. No wonder there's so many songs on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> it speaks. It's like the human heart crying out because it's intrinsically, mm. no matter how entrenched in darkness we are, whatever, wherever we find ourselves, there's always this cry of the heart mm. reaching out for love. Mm. You know, every mm. song you hear on the radio, basically. Basically. Well, and it makes a lot of sense, right? Because if we've been made in the image and likeness of this mystery, of this God, uh, then I'm going to have this this ache, this place in my heart that can only be satisfied by love. That in a sense, it's my, it's my origin, it's my identity, and it's my destiny. It's, it's kind of where I'm on the way towards, right? I hear, it's actually the most quoted quote I hear, St. Augustine, right? Our hearts are restless. Until they rest in you, my God. Mm. Uh, you know, he had a pulse on this. And I think if we're real with ourselves, um, this is what we're after. Uh, this is what we want, uh, is love. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot of sense. It's kind of how we've been, we've been handcrafted by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, stitched into our reality. Um, and it's profound. It's profound. You make me think, actually, it's what you said was so beautiful. And you made me think of um, something that um, the author Roy Schumann relates. Huh. He's the author of um, Honey from the Rock, a hmm. collection of stories about those who have converted from Judaism to Catholicism. But he was saying in his, during his own process of conversion, he was walking one day and he all of a sudden had this experience realizing, like, oh my gosh, how much time I've wasted in my life worrying about being loved mm-hmm. when at every moment, and he mm. found it, felt it very profoundly, every moment I have been immersed in an ocean of love. Wow. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's what we, we all long for. And that's the reality, actually, we're living in, like we talked about last episode. But, but like you're saying, it's, yeah. it's what every waking moment, every unwaking moment of our lives wow. is pointing to uh, because God is ever-present, ever-knocking the door of our hearts, hmm. ever pouring himself on us, surrounding us um, with his inf- infinite love. It's tremendous. It is. <laughs> it's just good to call to mind. Well, and even it gets me thinking, it's like, uh, how do I, how can I tap into this? Mm-hmm. How do I even begin to see this, mm-hmm. right? Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a struggle sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes me think of, well, I got to put on the right glasses, right? I have to posture my mind and my heart, uh, my vision, um, in a particular way, perhaps. Um, and I want to toss out the word that comes to me is um, I know John Paul II uh, coined this in that the document Evangelium Vitae, uh, the Gospel of Life. I think for us Sisters of Life, it's like the fifth gospel. Um, <laughs> it's a really beautiful document, uh, and it celebrates 25 years this year. This year, actually. Um, and he speaks of this reality of the contemplative outlook, um, this, this vision born in prayer, 
kind of carried on the wings of faith, uh, enabling us and ennobling us to see um, a God who is alive in and through my life, um, in and through the person next to me, uh, in the events that I face each day, the challenges I wrestle through, uh, in and through creation. Um, I don't know, a beautiful uh, cut from that. Um, he speaks uh, that this is essential, actually, this contemplative outlook, to building a culture of life. And he said, such an outlook arises from faith in the God of life who created every individual as a wonder. Isn't that beautiful? Wow, a that's wonder. profound. That's <laughs> deeply profound. I just love hearing it. Yeah. I love being thinking of myself as, as a, wonder. a wonder. You are a wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It really is. It, 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 but it's really profound to it's think profound. of not just like every person I encounter, you know, the man sweeping the sidewalk, mm -hmm. the lady at the grocery store, my mother-in-law, I mean, not that I have a mother-in-law, but, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. every person I meet is a wonder created wow. by God. And I am a wonder mm. created by God. Mm. I mean, that, that totally revolutionizes the whole outlook of our culture right now, because we, we're seeing everyone else or ourselves as often through a utilitarian point of view. Mm. You know, you are, your worth comes from what you can do or produce or achieve. Mm. You, you're, you're, um. Your worth comes from how good you are to me or for me. But it, it's, it totally flips out on its head. You are a wonder. You know, there is such a thing as a wonder woman, you know, Amen. in the truest sense of the word. Amen. And, and wonder man, you know. And each person <laughs> is that. It's really something. That's beautiful to see. Yeah. That in and of myself, with, before I do anything, regardless of ability, regardless of capacity, capabilities, mm -hmm. I'm a wonder. Yeah. And it's because of my origin. It's because of of essentially this reality that I'm created in the image and likeness of God himself. Mm -hmm. I'm an icon of the living God. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's an incredible thing to ponder. It is. And even, I'm, I'm just struck, I, I, was, I just find that so moving about what you spoke about, about the contemplative outlook, that, that God himself actually looks upon us as a wonder. Mm. You know, you think of Genesis and mm. after he created man and woman, and what did he say? You know, before it was creation was it is good, it is good, it is very it is good. And then after he created the human person, he said, It is very good. Wow. It is very good. Wow. He looks at us as a wonder. Hmm. It's a, God himself. It's amazing. Isn't that beautiful, sister? Well, and even it speaks to what he did after he created, right? All the fishes and the hippopotamuses and the trees and the flowers, the sun and the moon all good human person very good mm -hmm. and then what did he do on the on the seventh day he rested he rested and i love this document again from john paul ii great saint he said basically the god the father s stood back and gazed upon all he had made with joyous delight mm. i don't know that can break the cloud on any really bad day yes <laughs> that god the father is looking at me with joyous mm. delight. Mm -hmm. He took time, the almighty God, creator of heaven and earth God, took time, paused, to um, reflect mm. on the beauty of his creation. Mm. And I, I tell you, that's the word I wanna keep. That's the, the frame, the gaze mm -hmm. that I want to keep um, as I consider myself, as I consider the person next to me, yeah. um, as I consider my worth. Right, because I think I think there can be a real 
struggle to feel like I have, or many, many can feel, uh, that we have worth and purpose. Um, but to think I've been made so particularly for this time, for this day, actually it makes me think of the reality, being the aid and the image and likeness of God, being called uh, to conform my life after Christ in and through my baptism, uh, this reality that my, my life also can be a living gospel. Mm. Each day a page uh, in scripture, right? Revealing love, revealing this, mm. this beautiful God, mm. he who is all beautiful. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just like thinking about that. That's stunning. Yeah. That, I love that thought, though, that, mm. that my life can manifest the mm. Father's delight. Mm. My life can manifest the Father's delight. And, to, and that actually spills over. When, when, you, when, we, when we can live like that, that actually spills over and blesses the people around us. Mm-hmm. And they begin to experience the Father's delight. Mm. You know, like I, I just think, like kind of you, like you're saying just, just slightly before this, but to be able to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror, you know, we all look different <laughs> in the morning, like crazy hair, whatever. Look in the mirror and to see this, this is the one whom the Father loves mm-hmm. and whom the Father takes his delight, mm-hmm. me. You know, with all whatever, what, that I'm I'm the loved one, you know, and it's it's to live like that. Hmm. It's really something. Yeah. I, I think it it's a challenge, um, but it I think it can be very powerful. It, kind of like Saint Seraphim said, he said, a soul at peace, and I would venture to say, a soul who who lives within the Father's delight can save a thousand souls wow. just by this nature of the overspilling of that. Whoa, yeah. Well, and this is getting to the how, too, because, again, we're having a lot of fun here, sister, talking about how beautiful it is, but how do I, how do I live this? What does this actually look like? And I love this overspilling analogy here. Can that be true, that I've been made not to kind of, um, for this to flow through me like a channel, but for me to hold it, to hold God's glory, to hold God's love as a reservoir? And as I do, my life starts splashing others because mm-hmm. um, it's so, I'm so fat with love. Now, this is where we want to um, go on the full binge diet yeah. or the non-diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We, we never want to fast from God's love. No. But how do I live that way? How do I live? How, how do I live in love? Yeah. Because it sounds like that's the way we've been made to live. And it's possible, actually. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. actually possible to live that way. Mm-hmm. We see that in the lives of the saints. Mm-hmm. I see that in the lives of my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that in the lives of, of some of my family and my friends. They live that way. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? How do we do it? I think it's a big and great question. <laughs> <laughs> big, big and great question. It's fabulous. Yeah, I think I'm. I was, when you were saying that, the first thing that struck me was this sense of living the overspilling love, mm-hmm. receiving and it overflowing. But I think it, it almost requires a posture of poverty and the sense of, Ooh. and this might be getting, we might have to extend this episode to another episode to talk about this more further, and that's okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Compelling. But to stand before God as loved, but also to know I, I um, in myself, I, can't, I cannot fill myself. Mm. I can't. I mean, I w- we wake up in the mirror and, and, and look, and hopefully we see the Father's delight. But more often than not, I think often we can see, oh, I have a wrinkle here. Mm. I have a blotch here. And we see all the imperfections, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the first, and um, 
standing before the Lord in, in a spirit of transparency, I guess poverty in the sense of transparency, hmm. with open hands. Hmm. Um, and I, I, that's kind of a bigger, bigger practical thing. But I think the first way to live this is we can often tend to live with our hands clenched and, and desiring control. Mm. you know and trying to prove ourselves control over our life control over how other others perceive us but um i think part of this and we might have to talk about this a little bit more thoroughly later but just is is turning those hands over Mm. and opening them to receive and in a spirit of if my hands are empty in a way i don't have anything Mm. but also transparency this is this is who i am with all my flaws and blemishes and jesus I believe that you're looking at me with love. So I, I think it's, um, I'm not quite answering your question. Maybe you can expand. No, no. But it's, it's, it's a willingness and even a pra- practicing, I think, starting to let go of, of the places that we're holding on really tight control in our lives mm-hmm. to be able to open our hands. Because that's the first step. In order to be any kind of reservoir, you need a, a space hmm. to, to be open. Hmm. But how do we open ourselves hmm. to, to, to God's love? You know, whether that be letting go of sins or habits or, you know, things that people have, have said about us. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to let those yeah, go yeah. and hold on to them more. And hold on to them more. Receive them more. Receive them more and, and allow ourselves to be that, kind of like you spoke about, that reservoir versus just a channel that we constantly feel um, emptied. Emptied. So we remain full. Mm-hmm. But even, Sister, I love it, hands out, palms up. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds like you're speaking to, how do we begin this? Because you're right. Like, we're, we're tackling a... Um, how do you eat an elephant, which I think that's what we're trying to eat right now. <laughs> we eat it one bite at a time. Right. Um, and this first bite, it sounds like, is how do we dispose ourselves for its life? And even circling back to this contemplative outlook, right? Mm-hmm. It's the way we look at life. But he continues. Um, it's beautiful, and it echoes what you were saying. It's the outlook of those who do not presume to take possession of reality, mm-hmm. but rather accept it as a gift discovering in all things the reflection of the creator and seeing in every person his living image. So we receive life as a gift, it sounds like. Um, we expect good things are coming, which actually is a profoundly humble disposition to expect from the Lord to provide, to care for us. And he's taken that responsibility. Um, it also reminds me, kind of, we go back to the beginning in the garden. Um, Eve took she grasped. She pulled that fruit down, much to her woe and the rest of ours. All of our woes. That was, that was a pretty bad day for humanity. <laughs> uh, but praise be to God, uh, he's always got uh, another plan uh, to, to bring about his, his good, his love, and his intention towards us. And verses, we look at Eve's hands versus Our Lady, um, open-handed, receiving. Um, let it be done. Um, and not in a spineless way, not in a, I'll float on the, on the wings of the, I'll be a dust kitty, right? Just blow, blown around by whatever gust of wind comes. Um, it's not spineless. It's actually, um, it is an ennobling, anchored, interior disposition of receptivity, of, I would offer, filial receptivity, that we are anchored first and foremost in the reality that we are God's beloved sons and daughters, and we have a father um, who has um, 
placed himself as a father over our lives. So all those places I feel exiled, all those places I feel orphaned, all those places I feel like I'm not lovable because I really screwed it up. Maybe I should let the father talk to that. Maybe I should let the father's love speak to that. Um, and there it is. I, the, the image of a child, right? I remember uh, when I was four years old, me and my twin sister, we found the bin of flour. And while well, mom found us uh, about an hour later <laughs> and we had flour all over our faces and our hands and our, all over the kitchen and the floor. Uh, and I remember just offering my two little dusty hands to my mother and God bless her, how graciously she responded mm. um, that she received me in that moment. Um, accompanied me uh, towards a deeper understanding um, that, you know, maybe there's other ways to spend my time. <laughs> uh, but this is, this is the God that we're working with, um, a God of love and mercy. And perhaps, perhaps that's something we can hit later on. Um, yeah. yeah. As we come to know who God is, mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the attributes that, that kind of flash behind, before my eyes, uh, his, his outrageous mm -hmm. mercy. Mm -hmm. um, as the answer to all my ills. Yeah. Yeah. Tender. It's a tender, tender mercy. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think. Um, I I think we. Life think is good. Life is good. Mm -hmm. And I I think there's so much more to talk about. There's more. There's I, more. We're just getting a pulse on on what love can do for us in our lives. But I wonder before we go, you got anything to add? Yeah, I would say, I, I, here's a challenge for you this week, you who are listening. I would say pull out some pictures of yourself when you were a kid, <laughs> which is fun. How fun. <laughs> and pull them out and, and look at them mm. for a while and receive the gift of yourself. Then, you know, when you're a kid and cute and, you know, life was not complicated, receive the gift of yourself then. And, and then now. Mm. You know, it's the same you. You're just a little smaller, <laughs> maybe a little chubbier. Who knows? Oh. But rec to receive the gift to yourself in that. That's, oh, so that's my, my before you go. Pull out some pictures of, of little you. Amen. How beautiful. My goodness. Well, oh, what about you, sister? Do you have any thoughts or before you, we go? I really like your before you go. I really <laughs> like that one. I um, actually can't wait to go do it myself. Um, but I think, too, you know, it's all about relationship is what... Um, I see, and um, I would say pray for the grace of those three virtues that hold us, that draw us into relationship with God, which is faith, hope, and love. In a sense, um, yeah, um, it draws us into and towards um, God's very heart, and that's where we've been called and made to live. So that would be... Uh, just a little challenge um, and graces to pray for and that we need to pray for um, every day. That's awesome. Um, amen. Well, I wonder, yeah. Sister, uh, maybe I could close this with please, a prayer. Please, yeah, that'd be and, great. And, um, yeah, praying for, for everyone, for all of you listening. And, um, yeah, may God bless you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love for giving your entire self to us in each moment. We ask for the courage and grace to say um, in all the moments that we face throughout this day, not if you're loving us, but how you are loving us. And uh, we invite you, Lord, and ask for the eyes to see your love. 
your eternal, infinite personal love uh, for us. Uh, Father, we um, just entrust to you all the needs and intentions of our hearts and of the hearts of those listening. And Blessed Mother, we simply ask that uh, you be a good mother to us now and uh, pray for us as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Grace, pray for us. God bless and keep you all. God bless you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.